Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. It is November 1st. I hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween and that those of you with kids, you woke up okay. And your kids woke up okay and not too cranky. I know mine slept in this morning, which is usually how it goes. And there was no fighting over candy this morning when I said no candy for breakfast, but you can bring some to lunch and enjoy it at school when you're out of here. And then I got to hide the rest. (laughs) But it was a beautiful, beautiful Halloween night last night. I remember last year, it was pouring down rain. We still went with umbrellas, but it was definitely a much nicer Halloween. And again, it's November 1st already. How are we getting to the end of the year? I cannot believe it. And I want to say to everyone, rabbit, rabbit. So one of my clients, and um, she's a Jewish woman, I guess it's through the Jewish religion, I think she had told me that, or maybe, you know, her husband's Indian, so I don't know, I don't think it's, I think it's a Jewish religion thing, I'm not sure if it's like a a Hindu-Indian religious thing, but on the first of every month, she says, rabbit, rabbit, and she started doing it with me, and I do it with her, and it sort of welcomes in abundance and brings a very abundant month to you. So I just felt like saying it. It just came to me right now. So rabbit, rabbit to all of you. May all of us have an abundant November and abundant rest of the year. So let's get talking about what we can expect this week uh, in the astrology world. Now that we're getting out of the shadows of the eclipses. Now remember, like I said last week, the eclipse energy will play out over time. Individually, we'll see how this shows up. But as a collective, it's much freer. We're going to talk about last week and the week before. We know that that shit was heavy. But in the collective, we're just going to feel a little freer, a little bit lighter, and moving along nicely. So this week, we don't have too, too much going on Friday, the sun uh, goes opposite Jupiter. So the sun in Scorpio will go opposite Jupiter in Taurus. And then we have on Saturday, Saturn stationing direct in Pisces. That's going to be big for my mutable signs. And Saturn has been retrograding since June 17th. Yep, June 17th of 2023. So we have a lot to talk about. That's going to be most of this uh, today's episode And then that's the only major transit this week. Early next week, and I'll talk a little bit about that on Monday, we have Venus trying Pluto and Mercury trying Neptune. I'm excited for that to to have a good theme of the week. Now, I was looking ahead for the month of November. This week will be pretty calm. This weekend will be pretty calm. And early next week's going to be pretty calm. However, actually, most of November is going to be easy and calm. However, One thing I have my eye on in next week's episode will be much, much more about it is at the end of the week, uh, Friday, I think, Friday or Saturday, Mars goes opposite Uranus. I am not looking forward to that. Mars in Scorpio going opposite Uranus in Taurus. So those two fixed signs, the two malefics are going opposite each other. I'm not looking forward to that. And then on that Monday, the sun goes opposite Uranus. So I think next weekend, and again, I'm going to be talking a lot more on next week's episode about that, is going to be tough. But then the rest of November looks pretty easy. Other than that, that's going to be the hardest transit guys so you know like I said October was a tough month a lot of heavy stuff heavy processing heavy feelings happening October but November will be a nice reprieve other than next weekend so now I want to talk about last weekend you know like I said we had a lot of conclusions to a two-year cycle 
I was around the collective all last weekend. My life was busy. I was out doing things with a lot of people. I was out shuffling around, making moves, having all kinds of fun adventures. But within that, I knew, okay, this is a lunar eclipse in Taurus. Even though we're ending a cycle, we also have um, the sun going opposite, you know, sun and Mercury going opposite, Jupiter and Taurus. So there was a lot of energy out there. So I really, really, really was focused in on the people around me to see what was happening, what people were like, what people were talking to me about. You know, people always come up to me and just spill everything. I just have one of those energies and people just start talking. Their shadows just literally uncover. It's kind of crazy. If you know me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So when I was around the collective, first of all, I noticed last week in the energy, definitely starting Thursday, people got a little bit cranky. People were very passive-aggressive behavior. And again, not necessarily towards me. There was definitely a little bit towards me. But and everywhere when I was watching people, it was just like, bam, tons of passive-aggressive energy around me. And, and in the collective, and people were sort of working things out with a cranky attitude. Some people did get things worked out, but there was just a, definitely a cranky attitude. And even like I was driving and I hit traffic. It must have been Friday. There was a lot of traffic out and I was driving and there was a car accident on, I guess, maybe the 30 bypass I must have been on. And I saw that I had to get over to the right lane and there was a, a, a gap that I could fit my SUV into the right lane. And as I go to turn to the right lane, this car comes speeding up right beside me who wouldn't let me in and she starts yelling at me, pointing his finger. And I honestly was in a good mood. I couldn't help but laugh because it was like the perfect example of this transit, what was happening, like fast, right? The guy came fast to reacting. So all of that going opposite Mars, but then stubborn, like, hey, you're not coming over into my lane. No, how dare you? I will never let you over, which is ridiculous anyways, when people get like that. But that was definitely this transit. And a lot of that, some of the people I wanted, I did a, um, like an abundance broomstick thing on Friday and the people there, I was listening to them and they were, which I talked about last week, the theme was just exhausted. Like I can't take doing this anymore. I'm too tired anymore. And then the conclusion was they were ending it, but they were so relieved with ending it yet. They were still just like kind of getting their, their emotional mental bearings together. So there was very like, I'm so happy this is ending. It's not what I thought it was going to be, but at least now I'm not under this stress. But right now I still feel kind of under the emotional stress. Like I'm ready just to push all of this out of here and just be done with it. And that was a lot of last week's energy for a lot of people. A lot of people were very done with something and ready to let go, but still exhausted from all of that. And so last week in general and the week before, like I had said, these last three weeks were a little bit humdrum. They were low. We were cranky. We were tired. We needed space. And again, the collective was just kind of blah. We were having these eclipses in Tor in Venus. Venus is sign Taurus and Libra. So again, like things just weren't as exciting. Things weren't just as enjoyable. Things weren't like they normally were making it the way that things normally make us happy. It wasn't just hitting that way. So, and also there was a little bit of, I saw around me some sneaky behavior, which was interesting, I thought too, just some sneakiness with this lunar eclipse at the end. So some people, I guess, didn't learn their shadow lesson this time around. So you know what that means. The next big transit's like that, it's coming for you because that's how these planets work, right? We can't waste them with just like, oh, whatever. We have to use it for self-awareness, for guiding our spirit, for changing, for evolution. That is what we are meant to do. Just like plants evolution, just like everything evolves, 
we as humans not only evolve as a collective, as a body, but we're meant personally to take charge of collecting and cha- of taking charge and changing our spirit and our soul. And when certain things play out, Saturn, various things like that, and we don't master, we don't bring the awareness, we don't change when those shadow things come out, it will keep hitting us over the head over and over again with certain transits until we master that cycle, until we learn what we needed to learn, until we go through that. So just remember, I know not everyone likes to hear that, but life is not that easy and you have to look at your own bullshit. You do. So sometimes when people are like, oh, I don't know why life is so hard, life is so hard, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, sometimes it's out of your own doing, right? Sometimes you have an accident or something like that that is outside of your own doing. But a lot of times, our own mental distress and emotional distress, we literally bring it on ourselves if we choose to see that because we do and we are the answer. We are the key to changing that. So if you're new to this podcast, you know what this podcast is all about, gaining that self-awareness and helping you guys Use all this, uh, bringing you guys the self-awareness that's changed my life, honestly. And doing this with you guys helps keep me on the straight and narrow with my awareness. So let's talk about Saturn retrograde. So Saturn retrograde in Pisces. So it's the first Saturn retrograde that we've had in Pisces. Pisces, Saturn moved into Pisces in March. I think it was like March 7th. And then it retrograde June 17th. And then this weekend, it's finishing its retrograde and moving direct. Now, <laughs> I think you guys should go back. I don't know what episode it would be, but I don't know, maybe 20 episodes ago and go back to Saturn retrograde and Pisces or just Saturn moving to Pisces. Definitely look up some of those. It will be right on the title because that will give you a lot of the beginning of Saturn in Pisces, though it's going to be here for two and a half years now, about two years left. So we'll be doing lots of talking on it. But when Saturn first entered the boundaryless sign of Pisces, there are a lot of things that were triggered, especially for my mutable signs. And remember, my mutable signs are going to be feeling the Saturn in Pisces transit the biggest. So that is my Gemini placements, my Virgo placements, my Sagittarius placements, and my Pisces placements. You guys are going to be feeling this because these are happening in angular houses. The first, the fourth, the seventh, and the tenth. For my mutable signs, that is me. I'm mutable. Literally, I have like seven planets and mutable signs. <laughs> so I was kind of dreading, uh, you know, but instead of dreading it, I look at like the perseverance that Saturn has already brought to me. And you guys know, if you've been listening to my podcast, you've known all about what Saturn and Pisces has been like for me so far. So with this, you know, with the boundary list, there was a lot of, when Saturn moved into Pisces, there was a lot of uh, breaking through boundaries and building up boundaries, okay? There was a lot of trying to find stability in a world that is not stable. <laughs> so you get what I'm saying. You have Saturn. It's not necessarily uncomfortable. It's not any, it's not it's just sort of in Pisces is a little bit of a looser flow. And there's also a lot of getting our shit together. There's a lot of like breaking it down and sort of for depending on your birth chart and opening up to a world that you don't know that you've normally been strict about or just not opening your mind to. And then for the people who are like wandering soul gypsies, there's a little bit about getting strong and getting a little more grounded and things like that. Now, so with this retrograde that began letting go of boundaries that were no longer needed. So maybe when this first happened, you were pretty aware of some boundaries that you had placed that had already been there. And this is the thing about boundaries, right? Boundaries can shift 
as our perspective shifts, as our relationships with people shift. Just because we place a boundary with a person, place, or thing right now does not mean that we're still going to need that boundary three years later, three months later, one year later. And we might even find out, too, which is always a a connection, that this boundary placed was actually not really needed. It was fear-placed, right? We placed it out of fear from someone in the past thinking that this was going to happen again, so we placed this boundary. I have a lot to talk about with that because with boundaries, we can go down the wormhole with that psychologically with boundaries, and that's something I want to talk about. Fear-based boundaries versus like legit boundaries, you know, blocking out something toxic. Those are two different things, and until we break open our mind, we might be doing all these fear-based boundaries and missing out on life, right? Not because we actually need the boundaries, but our fear tells us we need those boundaries. So with this retrograde, letting go of boundaries. So maybe you saw, hey, my perspective changed and I actually don't think I need this boundary with this person, place, or thing anymore. I actually think, wow, why was I even, why did I even put that boundary there? Why did I even do that? You know, because your pers- and that's how the perspective changes. That's why it's so important to gain this self-awareness because we always change and then we realize, oh. So you might have broke down a boundary and then you saw the beautiful thing of breaking down that boundary. Maybe a relationship got better. Maybe you moved better in the flow of life. Maybe you opened your heart a little bit and healed some of that fear that's been keeping that heart closed, hence why you've put such hard boundaries against people, relationships, things like that. Now, again, let's reflect on boundaries. So I want you to ask yourself, what person, place, or thing did you remove a boundary from? at all. What did that show up for you in June? Did you remove a boundary or did you see yourself not caring about a boundary anymore? Did you see yourself breaking through a boundary and why? And and also what did you learn about yourself when it comes to this boundary or when it comes to boundaries in general? I think for probably a lot of my mutable signs, I I we tend to be boundaryless people because we can go back and forth between like worlds and realms and understandings and perspectives. We're mutable, so we shift and that that means perspective. So Our problem, what I find with mutable, is that there there tends not to be enough boundaries. (laughs) So for my mutable sides, I want to know that there tends to be not enough boundaries. And for my more fixed signs, there's probably too many boundaries. You know what I mean? There's too much shit that you guys block up. Like as soon as you see someone's hurt you, oh, block up, done, done. And anyone that reminds me of that person, place, or thing is getting totally blocked out as well. So those are a little bit different between that mutable and fixed sign. And cardinal can go either way within that. So... Sometimes, like I said, we do have to set boundaries, and it's super important for our mental health, um, ending something toxic. So this could have been about you finally taking initiative and setting up a boundary, and, and you weren't able to do that before, and now you see how good it is for your mind, body, and spirit to set that boundary now that you no longer have someone creeping in and biting and chomping on all the ways that you don't like on your soul. And then, like I said, sometimes it's a fear-based boundary, and maybe it's not doing our energy any good to keep it up. That is one of the things. So again, this has been playing out for a story for my mutable signs um, with that. What has been happening? You know, my Gemini, my Virgo, my uh, my Scorpio, no, we can't count you guys in at all, my Sagittarius and my Pisces. So sometimes those are not, those boundaries are not good. Like I said, sometimes we miss out. 
Think about all the times most people have a boundary over their heart. Let's just say it. As we grow and, you know, when we first begin to love, we have an open heart. And then something goes wrong. And then something goes wrong. And then we're dating. And then we're this. And each time something that takes a little bit of our, our what's the word? Not spirit away or what's the word when kids are young? You guys are talking about innocence. Takes away our love innocence a little bit. And then we put a little bit guard. Now, some people are better than others when they meet the right person or just opening up every time. But a lot of people end up blocking blocking, blocking. And our brain starts to save us. So we start to see, oh, I'm going out with this person. And we don't even realize how our subconscious, how crazy our subconscious works and how fast. And then we see our subconscious might see something that reminds you of someone that had hurt you maybe 10 years ago. And then you, and then you just block it. You block them out. Or you don't even let yourself emotionally open up at all and love. And that's no good either. We can't keep meeting the heart. And it's hard. Trust me, I block up my heart very easily. We can't keep meeting, you know, these roads with a blocked heart. We have to open up our heart no matter what. Because the truth is everyone has hurt. Everyone has pain. It's an ugly thing being human, you know, having this human experience with a soul-based understanding or, or and in a soul. And sometimes that's just what it is. Some people are going to break your heart. And sometimes you're going to break someone's heart. And that is how we evolve and change. You know, we can't see, you know, no one helps us see yourself for better or for worse than the relationship of another person or the reflection. And that could be friendship as well. But, you know, maybe with this too, we learn how to uh, forgive. Pisces is a very, 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 very forgiving sign. And to have Saturn there, which doesn't like to forgive, it likes to block, you know, think about those Capricorns, stop, restrict, Maybe it is about forgiving because if you want to be forgiving yourself because you fuck up too, everybody fucks up, you must be willing to also forgive others, right? Just like that energy, both of those energies have to exist within each other, just like that parallel. And if you want to be forgiven, you have to forgive others. It doesn't necessarily have to be at the same time, but you have to open your heart to forgiveness. And I think that was this transit or these last six months for a lot of people were about journeying through forgiveness. And what does it look like to forgive someone? What does it look like to change your perspective when you forgive someone? What does it look like uh, when someone forgives you? What does it feel like when someone forgives you? Because again, well, this isn't easy. We have our we have our collective morals, things that we know as a collective should be right, should be wrong. Don't do this. Don't go murder someone. You know, don't go rape someone. Don't do all these horrible things that we know are horrible. But everything else is sort of like it's messy. It's complicated. The brain is complicated. And most people do not know why they do the things they do, which is why I have this podcast to help a lot of people within that. Now, with this Pisces, too, we're revisiting. We could have, over these last six months, revisited old blocks when it comes to connection. Um, or we move it, like old blocks, connection into other realms, ancestors' dreams. When we're in the Pisces, Pisces is, you know, it's the another world. It dwells in another world. It swims in other worlds. It can pick up on ghosts and, and other realms and dreams and spirits. And when Saturn moved in there, I'm curious for a lot of people, I think it's split depending. Some people maybe were more blocked and more stopped and couldn't really connect to spirit as easily. And I think some people had, again, depending on your birth chart, had a little bit of an opening up. All of a sudden they were, they broke through and they could understand they could communicate with their ancestors they could communicate with their dreams um 
Also, you know, we may have wrestled with the highs and the lows of this. And, you know, because we all want to feel connected. But maybe you had to, when you were disconnected, try a little bit harder to get plugged in. That can be a little bit of this because with Pisces energy, it could get so lost. If you know Pisces, they can go to the room and not respond to you for set for seven years and then pop back out. Like, hey, what's up? Sorry, I was just like in my room and they think it's five minutes, but it's been seven years. So there's a little bit of wrestling high and low. Like, do I need to feel connected? What do I need? Do I even want to do it? How do I do that? Um, and this is a time where we realize where and how we need to place our boundaries and were we able to finally place them so where did these boundaries go how did we place them what is happening yeah I guess I wrote that a second time because I write you know I sit with my notes for hours and and then I write them down and I was like wait I should have wrote that I wrote I guess I wanted to like go back just to remind you guys about that boundary part because I wrote it after I wrote all that other stuff out there um so feeling connected again I think that when Saturn stations direct this weekend, like I said, all these things are going to be a little bit more in place again. You're going to be connected. For me, as you guys know, Saturn conjunct my Mars. It's been that way since, oh God, I guess April. And then it squared my sun and Gemini. And since then, as you know, I went on social media pause. I stopped doing a lot of stuff. I really, I went back to connecting my soul. I knew I needed to connect, but through connecting, I need to, I needed to air out all the noise. I needed to get rid of all that noise, which is very much this transit. I needed to just singular focus, say, okay, what is going to help me connect back with my spirit, gain stronger connectiveness with the things because I was feeling a little bit lost myself and what spirit said was you have to eliminate all this bullshit and that's where I'm at and that's where I kind of still am so again we've had a big wanted pause especially for my mutable signs somewhere in your life was a big theme and if you're not a mutable sign look to where Pisces is in your chart and you'll see where the pause is what's you slow down stop giving so much energy to something and within that you got more insights as to where you want to put your energy where you need to put your energy why can you or can you not put your energy in different things things like that really were showing up for us and again i'm going to be where saturn is in pisces for two whole years now left so we're going to be talking lots about it and again go back to saturn and pisces episode i want to say maybe 20 episodes ago to get even some more info about this long transit that I talked about. Now, before this happens, though, on Friday, the sun in Scorpio goes opposite Jupiter and Taurus. So it can bring feelings of unworthiness, feeling very fractured in multiple ways, I guess, if that comes up. Like, I, I was trying to think, like, that's what came up for me. And I'm like, how can I explain this? In my head, I could see it, but I'm trying to explain it. Um, Again, just feeling fractured in multiple ways, you know, like feeling like, ah, I can't get a job. And then my boyfriend broke up with me and I'm not working out and my gym closed and my car's not working. So that's what I mean. Feeling broken or fractured in multiple ways. Like, oh my God, all these things are going wrong right now. And I don't even know where to start. My advice is that is one thing at a time, one day at a time. So you pick whatever. If this is happening, if you're in one of those times in your life and we all have been there, you start with one thing. What do you need the most to be worked on? 
you start with that one day at a time and then you figure out the next thing one day at a time then you figure out the next thing one day at a time because when things are fractured in multiple ways we can be all over the place especially with saturn and pisces at the stationing direct um all over the place with how to fix something that we don't even get anything done because we're so worried pick one thing one day at a time um, some more themes, breaking through a built up resentment is a big one, which is kind of like breaking it with faith and especially for my fixed signs placements. Um, you know, resentment is coming to a head and you're fighting your way to victory in a way. So just breaking through that that resentment is going to be really, really important. Like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care anymore. I'm really loving that energy, especially for my fixed sides, because you guys have been having a lot and building a lot of resentments a little bit. So that's this weekend's theme. Um, early next week, like I said, I think this weekend will, even though we have a little bit of that sudden Scorpio going opposite Tor Jupiter and Taurus, even if you feel fractured, like I said, you're going to find the faith or have the faith within yourself to just push forward within that. So I think this weekend will be a nice theme. I think it will be calmer energy, a deeper understanding. And early next week, like I said, is going to be nice. Venus trine Pluto. So it feels like you overcame a Venus shadow. You know, this summer was the summer of Venus, Venus retrograde in Leo. And then uh, Venus was in Virgo. So we're going to give more that we have the eclipses in the Venus side. So... With Venus trying Pluto at the beginning of next week, feeling like you overcame a Venus shadow is really hard. Like, finally, like, whatever that Venus shadow was around love, sex, intimacy, self-love, within yourself, it could be jealousy, any of those things, you finally, damn, yay, that shadow is no longer there or it's not affecting me or playing out the same way it normally would. Um, and let me see, where else do I go? Oh, yeah, feeling like... We strongly pulled ourselves out of something like, oh, again, like a shadow. Some of those shadows can be really hard and grippling. And when you start the path of self-awareness, it's like that's all you can see. When you become aware of a shadow, it's like until it removes itself, it's all you can see. So feeling like you strongly pulled yourself out of something. Now, we also have Mercury trying Neptune. So finally getting a clear message. I'm really loving this. The clear message that you've been wanting that you can understand. It's no more of that, mix up me, that mixed meaning message. You're finally like, oh, that's what they meant. Oh, thank you for clarifying that for me. Thank you for bringing that understanding. And messages of communication of things finally working out like maybe you misheard a communication or maybe someone misheard you and now you're clearing up on that and connecting with someone deeper instead of like just the basic you know having a nice mental conversation where it's really deeply felt and understood instead of just something that's really silly and basic and the opposite of connection Okay, like I said, that is this weekend's next early next week is theme. I'll talk next week on next week next weekend's episode. I think we're gonna have pretty calm waters from now until probably next Thursday, and then just depending, I think there can be just some harder, more fighty, more angst energy next weekend, and then after that, we're pretty smooth sailing well into December, honestly. So there's the hope. I hope everyone has a beautiful day enjoys the sunshine and the fall that we have today and do, do something to make someone smile that's it whatever it is go out of your way to make someone smile today and that way we're putting that positive energy out into the collective and believe, believe it or not even if you don't know someone they're going to be feeling that and that's going to be bringing the peace and um, the love that this world so 
desperately needs. I love you guys. Thank you again. Remind you that the best way you can support this podcast is to send this, rate, review it, send it to someone you know, subscribe, comment about it, post about it. You guys do it every week for me. A lot of you do. And I'm really, really grateful for that and your support. Thank you. I love you all. Goodbye.